0: I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory.
1: You're actually sharing half of the story.
0: Lies, 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 yeah!
1: Either which way, we get them from Tom Korsky Tuesdays and Thursdays, he is the managing editor of Blacklock's Reporter. And boy, oh boy, lots of stuff to talk about. Hello, how are you?
0: I'm well, thanks, Alex.
1: Oh boy, here we go again. Uh, lots uh, to dig into. Any thoughts on this whole India uh, controversy that we're now digging into?
0: I don't. Uh, very serious allegations. MPs were shocked, mm-hmm. as you can imagine. And uh, it appears to be a very tangled web um, but there's a long history of uh, the RCMP dragging its feet on uh, very serious allegations involving criminality in, uh, in that community in British Columbia, and it appears they were a little sharper on this one. But there's so much that is not known, and in yeah. the words of the Minister of Foreign Affairs, Minister Jolie, this is really devastating, if true. That's, that's, the, key, that's the key part.
1: It's key in whether or not they can uh, ever actually get that truth from the RCMP. Uh, I'll be long dead by then. Nonetheless, um, you know, we watch uh, inflation heating up again. Not sure how that will affect Tiff Macklem. I'm sure you'll get on that one when you're ignored on the phone. But uh, the one story that really sticks out for me with you is the uh, prime minister who recently said the the comment that, you know, home prices just can't keep going up. You know, maybe he got the, the talking point from the CHMC, which... You present did a study uh, with a group called Generation Squeeze, and they have said categorically housing prices need to be stalled, that uh, runaway home prices are driving up wealth inequity and crushing affordability for younger generations so this think tank wants the government I guess to stall housing prices, which would be really neat
0: This is the University of British Columbia crowd, and the, their submission to the Commons Finance Committee said exactly that Alex they they said exactly that. The prices, Parliament must stall prices. Well, there, there's only one way to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, their, their remedy is, well, you either tax it, start taxing home equity, which is, would be a, a, a political suicide, in the words of the chief executive officer of the Canadian Real Estate Association. See you at your political funeral, he said to the yeah. <laughs> Senate committee when the subject was raised, or you come in with some sort of price controls. But they have a very serious problem. You know, the the problem is housing can't be solved with inspirational messaging, which is there, I'm not being cruel or unkind when I say that. I had to look this up. This is not ancient history. In 2019, four years ago, the chief executive of CMHC, he goes to the Senate National Finance Committee, Evan Sittle was the CEO on the day, and he said, I'm quoting him, by 2030, our aim is that everyone in Canada has a home they can afford and meets their needs. Quote, unquote. What was their response this past summer in June? Do you know how the CMHC uh, went, uh, tried to achieve its aspirational goal? They didn't hire carpenters, Alex. They hired a publicist. Are you kidding me? They hired a publicist to develop a strategic communications plan and tactics. This is the problem. They're not good with uh, demonstrable results. Everyone could see supply going up and everyone could see uh, supply going down rather and demand going up. They can see housing starts are dropping and they did nothing.
1: Well, right, but they have prattled on about things like capital gains tax. I mean, we've heard a lot of this kind of stuff from this particular group and it's, you know, they seem to think this is a good idea, despite the fact that for most Canadians, a lot of them. The house is their only big investment. It's their retirement. It's their everything.
0: It... If they ever came in with price controls, well, l- let's be frank. We shouldn't talk about this on the radio. That would be wrong. How do you get around price controls? Well, uh, anyone can do it. What you say is, okay, the government says I can't sell my house for more than $400,000, so I, I, we can't sell it for 401000 That would be wrong. By the way, it does come with the wheelbarrow parked in the driveway. That's another $200,000. Those are essential gardening equipment. <laughs> That's how you get around price controls, but they're in a catch now. Mm -hmm. Because when you say everyone gets a home by 2030, and then your reaction to that is to hire publicists and come up with snappy slogans, you're going to reach a shortage. And then you're right. Cabinet's impulse is always to reach for controls. We have to tax and we have to control. They're not good at administration, Alex, and these chickens come home to roost. It's brutal.
1: Yeah, no question about it. Meanwhile, you've got the... um you know, we've got the ethics commissioner, which I, I don't know who is working there. I don't know really who's got the job, but we've had this four-month vacancy at the the ethics commissioner, and now you've got the interim guy saying, "Look, this is not okay. We've got reviews piling up. We've got reviews against eleven public office holders, uh, but he can't even name them. Who, who, who in the who in the Trudeau government is being uh, looked at for violations this time?"
0: Well, they they have had nine members of government caucus. <laughs> to date under the Conflict of Interest Act and Associated Code of Conflict for MPs. Uh, Interim Commissioner Conrad von Thinkenstein who was a conservative appointee to the CRTC and as a federal judge very no-nonsense guy. It was quite an inspirational performance. Went to the Commons Ethics Committee last evening and said, chop, chop, no more pussyfooting around. I'm quoting him accurately. He said, we're going to get on these uh, this backlog of complaints. We're going to find out what's trivial, what's not, and there will be decisions made because this is not a joke. Ethics count, and we cannot have, he called uh, used the term corrosive, we cannot have corrosive conduct that... Uh, <laughs> affects the public faith in basic institutions. Isn't that interesting? Mm. He's not talking about Twitter. He's talking about misconduct. That's the point. This goes back to administration. You're not talking about the job. You've got to do the job. And if you're given a job, why not do a good job? <laughs> We're not good at that in this town, Alex.
1: No, yeah, it's the town where accountability went to die, albeit... Um, 15% of Canadians, so we're talking 6 million people, are apparently conspiracy theories. And this is according to the uh, Anti Hate Network, which is uh, a self anointed uh, hate um, fighter that didn't bother to even say one word about Laith Maruf. But uh, they now want a 5 million, five year funding deal to be the official or the unofficial watchdog for the government of Canada. Are, y- are you
0: kidding me? I know, it works. Are you out kidding nicely. me? It worked out nicely, right. didn't it? So they so they said there are the sky's falling and I can help you with sky falling insurance, but it's gonna cost you five million dollars. <laughs>
1: So they did they get this? I thought they were proposing it. They actually got it. That's no, 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 no
0: no heavens, no! But they're petitioning the Commons Finance Committee. It was it was a tragic yet funny submission of the Commons Finance Committee, and they said exactly that. They believe ten to fifteen percent of the population forty million Canadians. Okay, that's about six million people. It's vast. (laughs) Vast right wing <laughs> conspiracy, and only one group can save "quote unquote" our liberal democracy, and that's us. Uh, and but it's just going to cost five million dollars. It's like you're negotiating with twelve year olds. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> it was, you know, it was a little comedic relief and an otherwise very very hectic day. Alan. It
1: was a very hectic day, but I don't see it as comedic relief because I actually think they'll get it, and I. Th- I truly think that they think that they're the bomb on
0: this. You know, point taken, this is cabinet's favorite uh, go-to group when it comes to policing legal content on the Internet. Very, very true.
1: They're the ones that that reported the one Confederate flag in the crowd, the one in, in the convoys.
0: Oh, they're also, they've gone further. They came up with a They got a quarter million dollar federal grant praise from the Minister of uh, Equity, uh, uh, Minister Hassan, in the day. He said, I love these guys. And and they came up with a school kit. It was an anti-hate school guide for children. And it said, among other things, it named the Conservative Party by name as a target for hate groups and racists. And it said the red ensign, Canada's national symbol until 1965, was actually a a symbol of racism and hatred, red ensign. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. they're, they're going to save us. Genius. But it's not cheap. I mean, saving. Come on, Alex.
1: Yeah, I might apply for it. <laughs> All right, Tom. I appreciate it. Let's see what the day brings. Uh we'll talk Thursday.
0: Thank you, Alex.
1: Tom Korski with Black Locks reporting. Subscription-based and always worth every single cent.